Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, we were talking uh, just right before we started recording about uh, Disney dining plans. And well, okay, but but wait. First of all, we okay. were talking about Disney dining plans because we were talking about cupcakes, of which Sunshine right. Seasons has <laughs> awesome. And you got me so I, I've I'm now like I've seen so many cupcakes recently that <laughs> that that th- th- I almost want a dining plan just for all of the snack credits, so then I can buy all these different cupcakes. Full disclosure, so, we have been sitting here on Skype talking about cupcakes for the last 30-ish minutes, so... That's right, and and that is a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous thing to do, because now I want to go and make so many different cupcakes, and go buy so many different cupcakes, and like I said, so, so yeah, so then getting a dining plan right. just so and you can have cupcakes. I had, I had said that, uh, although Claire and I don't really care too much for the dining plan anymore. Uh, our our plan when we plan trips is kind of to plan them around when the dining plan is free. And now let's pick that conversation back up. Yeah, because you said we want to do it when the dining plan is free, and right. I said I don't really think that's such a great deal anymore because because so the the most recent this year's uh, free dining dates came out, and I was like. Okay, just for grins, let me find out what it would cost for us to go for a couple of days and and do free dining. You know, because again, like you, if they're not going to charge me for the dining plan, it I you know, it's a good deal. Right, and that can that is a savings. You know, you are you are saving possibly hundreds of dollars per meal. That's what you would think anyway. <laughs> uh and what I found was, okay, so so first of all, I I think it's been this way at least for a year or two. The last time I did free dining, everybody's free dining was the was the the table service dining, not the not the two table service, but right. the snack quick service table service every day plus your cup. And that's and what that, we had in 2014, but right, we but stayed you, at a moderate resort. Okay, well there there you go. So that's probably why you got that because the way it currently sits, if you stay at a value resort, you get the quick service dining plan, which is the two quick services, no table service. Uh, you have to stay at a moderate or higher in order to still get that table service, quick service, snack plan. And that's so, kind of crappy. Uh, yeah. Disney's just trying to, they're trying to upsell you. Yeah. And it's not like you, it's not like they're saying you don't get a free plan. Right. Um, and, and also, you know, I feel like for some people, a lot of people want to do breakfast, too. Yeah. So, you know, quick service for breakfast, quick service for lunch, boom, you still can pay for a table service. So, I mean, I just, it would does be that better. Give you, does that give you two quick services a day? I think it's two quick services okay. a day. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, better. I mean, having a quick service for breakfast and then for lunch is is doable. Right. Yeah. So it includes two quick service meals per day, one snack per day. And then, like I said, I think that I think the quick service one comes with the cup as well. Okay. Um, See, yeah, that that's better than I thought because yeah, I just it thought does. it would be one quick service, one snack. Um, but you know, the the whole point of having a free dining plan really is that you don't have to pay for that table service meal. Eh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but again, so it's not 
maybe it's not as worth it, but right. it's free, so be happy. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, sure, yeah. Free is But free. yeah, so, so the thing is that I was like, okay, well, with Nancy uh, and, and all of her her restrictions, the table service is kind of the big deal for us. So let me look at some moderate resorts. So I was looking at the uh, cabins out at the Wilderness Lodge or whatever, and I... I would. I'm not going to try to say exactly how many days I was looking at because, again, this was just a random looking. But I I know that with the free dining plan, and this was on free dining plan days, my total was going to be twenty seven hundred dollars for a room. Which, you know, at a moderate, uh, if you're if you're staying for you know a decent amount of time, is is totally reasonable, right? Right. That no park admission. In that? Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I had no park admission because oh, okay. I was going to get that somewhere else. And anyway, uh, so I'm like, okay, well, at least now I know what it costs. But then I start looking, and I'm like, oh, they've got some of these other deals on there, and they offered this other deal that was like 25 percent off your room rates or something. It, it was a percentage off of the room rates, basically the exact same room, the exact same time period for two thousand dollars. Right, but if you so you're looking at moderate, which would include in the free dining plan a table service. Yes, table quick service, quick service. service. Uh huh. You are going to spend more than seven hundred dollars between the two of you on food. If, if let's say you were looking for a week, you're going to spend more than seven hundred dollars on food. Yeah, I guess so. But but here's the other thing: if I'm not getting the dining plan, I'm also not staying at a moderate resort. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's okay. the that's the purpose for the upgrade. Gotcha. Was so, so number one, I was already looking at paying. So, even even that alone, you could probably go stay at the value resort, pay for your table service, and still mm-hmm. come out way ahead of going and staying at a moderate. Probably if you stayed at a value resort, yeah, right. But but basically, my the the realization that I had was free table service or free dining plan, not quite free dining plan. Right. Yeah. Just a heads up. But and, and if that if, that was a bit surprising to me. So Claire and I have really little desire to stay at a value resort. Um, and I totally think that a lot of that is uh, just unfair preconceived notions about what those are like and stuff. But we just don't really consider those. Uh, moderate is kind of where we always land. And so at that point, we're going to be paying whatever anyway. Um, so it, it kind of evens out for us. I would be, uh, I would be interested to know, is it $2,700 for that period of time on a non-dining plan day? Are they like adding 5% per night or 10% per night to the room to kind of goose the dining plan? Yeah, thing, see, do I don't, I don't think that's what they're doing. Okay. I really don't. I, I think that, I think the rack rate on the room yeah is equivalent to you know th- this is this is what the room would cost you if you if you didn't have any discounts gotcha. basically okay but at the same time here is here is the offer with your free dining plan here is the offer without your free dining plan like whether or not that is the standard rate for the room there's a clearly visible other rate that is that is significantly cheaper than the than the rate that you would be paying right so where that starts to break down a little bit for me is when you have a family 
when you start to have like five or or more people that you're paying for meals, um, I think maybe the the free dining plan starts to be a little more enticing uh, than than staying at a resort and paying for those meals. But again, I don't actually know if it would uh, even out staying at a value resort versus staying at a moderate resort. You know, but I think as you add more people the bill gets exponentially higher when you're eating. And especially at some table service places, it can get kind of out of control. Oh, absolutely. And so quickly too. Yeah. I mean, it gets out of control with two people. Right. Yeah, I don't even want to <laughs> fathom what it's like with a family of four or a family of five or, right. or whatever the case may be. So yeah, it's not that it's not worth it. It was just, I don't know. Something kind of irked in me a little bit when I was like, this is free. Right. But here but here's a cheaper price if you don't want the dining plan. Right. You know? Yeah. Cuz it's, it's free, interesting it's that not you quite free. You it's free dining plan time, but you can not take the free dining plan and instead accept this, you know, 25% off the room rate. It it is nice that you can that you can uh, kind of switch it up and do what works better for you. Yes. You know, you and Nancy as two people and, and me and Claire as, as two people often, you know, makes the decision a lot different than it would be for a family, you know? Oh, absolutely. And especially as two adults, you can go to Disney and say, you know what, we're not going to eat table service ever. We're going to do quick service for every meal for money reasons. You know, we're trying to do this on the cheap or whatever. And you can go into it with that mindset and then it's okay. Now, if you stay at a... Like at the contemporary or the poly, do you get the two uh two table service credits per night one, or is it just uh, I'm different for the sure value? I'm pretty sure it's just the different between the the value. Uh, actually, I'm looking right now. No, it doesn't get. It's it's either dining plan or quick service dining plan. Huh. So, so yeah, the the only thing is that the uh, that the value resorts get the lower end, hmm. but there is no raising of it. And I do remember from our uh, dining plan episode a hundred or so episodes ago that you can pay the difference. So if you got the quick service dining plan, you can pay the difference, um, you know, in a per day fee or whatever to go up to the uh, the regular dining plan. Yeah, but can you do that when the when you've got the free dining plan? Yes. Okay. Because we when we went in 2014, it was a free dining plan thing, and uh, I told, you know, I told the travel agent to book California Grill and be our guest and stuff. And she said, no. And uh, she said, those are two credits. And I said, yeah, I know. And she said, you can pay the difference and get two credits every day or, or whatever the next one up is. Okay. So as we've been talking, I've actually been, I actually did pull up the site just have to you get been night. internetting. I have been internetting <laughs> in the background. Uh and it does look like right so for example right now uh on a let's see what is this uh you know what this is always the fun part about trying to do this stuff live <laughs> well live-ish cuz i'm sure you can cut down some of this but essentially a five night stay yeah will cost you 1500 and now this is this is room theme park ticket and uh, your dining plan. So that's not bad. Fifteen hundred bucks. Fifteen thirty nine. Yeah. Wow. Essentially, that's really not bad. Three hundred yeah, bucks end a day. Of, end of August, beginning of September. Uh, if you do that, now then, if you then 
drop down, though, to a different plan that is basically the exact same thing, just minus a dining plan. Uh-huh. It's then twelve hundred dollars. That's uh, again, that's at okay. a that's a, that's at a value. So that's the quick service plan. Uh-huh. So essentially, though, three hundred dollars for the quick service plan over five days. So sixty dollars a day for two people for quick service. Yeah, that's pushing it. I think. Yeah, because I mean, again, it, what it kind of comes down to is, would I eat the same way on one as I would on the other? Right. You know. Right. And I and I absolutely would not. I yeah no I I can tell you for sure that if I know I'm on the dining plan and I can just ignore the numbers next to the food, I mean that that opens up a whole new world of possibilities. Well, but for me. Uh, for yeah and but i think for me though the problem is if i'm on the dining plan i'm i sometimes pay more attention to those numbers really because then i'm like okay i'm on the dining plan so i've got to get my money's worth ah uh, yeah you can't do that you can't you you've got to just take it as a sunk cost and right. go like this meal is essentially free i have already paid for this meal but no no but i'm looking at the numbers going i got to get the expensive thing <laughs> You know? Yeah. Well, and what I'm saying, my whole thing is I'm not afraid to get the expensive thing. Uh, see, I'm actually, I'm not that afraid to get the expensive thing when I'm not on the dining plan. Mm. But I don't, I, I think the difference is with the with the dining plan, I feel like I have to get the higher end thing to get my money's worth. Whereas right. when I'm not on the dining plan, I get what I want, which is sometimes the expensive thing and sometimes it's not. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I can I can see the the difference in our kind of mindsets in that. Yeah, and right now that that same plan is uh, on the again looking at the wilderness cabins twenty six seventy two for five nights versus twenty nineteen. So, wow. Okay, so six hundred bucks for the dining plan over yeah five for days. for five nights. That's still not bad. I mean, six hundred dollars for five nights for two two adults. You said yes for two okay. adults. Yeah, that's still not that bad. And you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hundred and hundred and ten bucks a day, and you're going to spend that on food, no problem. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also going to, you know, probably want to go to California Grill and probably want to go to yeah. Le Cellier and right. probably burn through all of my dining credits, all <laughs> right, of my right. regular dining credits, <laughs> and then have all the yeah, right. I, I, again, I think the I think my takeaway though was look at all the plans available. Sure. Don't just don't just go. Oh, it's free dining, dude! I have to get free dining right now, right? right. Because that doesn't that is not inherently the best deal that you can get. Again, the site, your family, everything is going to make a difference. And don't forget, this will get more expensive because it doesn't. Free dining does include your park tickets, so every person is going to raise the price of this right. up because uh, you, you're still going to have to pay for park tickets for everybody. Um, but you still were going to have to do that if you didn't get the dining plan. Sure. Um, and, and this doesn't even take into account the orbits prices, which could be even cheaper. Yeah. That I. I mean, God, we keep coming back. I think everything about I'll I'll just say Walt Disney World. Everything about Walt Disney World is so easy and so like you know park tickets. They are what they are. You know, if you want to be able to go to two parks, three parks a day, you get park hoppers. Like, it's easy. But we have come back probably over these 103 episodes to dining plans more than 
anything. I mean, it's been such a point of contention for us because it the way that Disney has this set up with free dining days and like all all the just all the intricacies of the dining plan, it, it's this really it's hard to judge the value in a in a dollars and cents kind of way, I think. Because I and and I think that's on purpose. I think it is purposefully kind of this enigma of a thing because Disney's coming out on top no matter what. You know, you know they are. Wait, even, that, are you trying to say the house always wins? Yeah, even when they're giving you a quote free dining plan. I mean, they're coming out on top. You know, you that is a given. But it's just funny to me that we like we come back and we have these conversations and it's just really hard to fully understand like what does this mean? How much does it actually cost and is it actually saving me any money? Well, and again, I think I think though that 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 is where it makes sense for everyone to just go and look and try to figure out what would I actually get, you know, what would I actually spend if I wasn't going to use the dining plan. But I right. think for a lot of people, and, and my sister is one of these people, like we have had this discussion multiple times where I'm like, it would be so much cheaper for you if you weren't on the dining plan. She, and she's like, but I don't want to think about it. And I like that I don't have to think about it. And, and everything's just included. And that and, is... When it is free, I will say, when it is free, that is my stance totally. If it's not free, I, I'm not really interested in being on the dining plan because I would rather piecemeal it out and be able to say, you know, one day, like, we just want to go back to the hotel at 6 and get a pizza and watch TV and go to bed early, you know? And right. not have to worry about, well, that leaves us with an extra table service credit that we're going to have to use and blah, 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 blah. Or else we're wasting it. Or- right. And and so I would rather just pay for my meals a la carte. But if it's free, I'm, I'm going to take the dining plan 100% of the time for exactly that reason. That I don't have to think about it. I know that... I know what I can get when I go to a table service place. I know that I can get an entree and a dessert and a drink, and that's just going to be covered. And I've just got to worry about gratuity. Well, and isn't that, though, then to some extent, like what makes it worth it? Even even if you're going to even if you're paying for it, you know, you 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 look at it and you go, Disney's going to come out ahead. Disney's always going to come out ahead. But maybe they're not, com- you know, but what is my, I, I think for some people it's what is my sanity worth, I guess. Right, yeah. And I think it's just because it's free. Um, I think knowing in my head that I didn't pay for it and, you know, again, massive air quotes, but I didn't, that was not a line item on the bill that I paid for this vacation. Uh, it just make it's different in my head. It just... I don't know what it is, but knowing that like, hey, we're on free dining, that's just a little like plus one for the for the fun of it, you know. Right. Uh, it just I don't know. It's just something something f- switch some switch flips in my brain that makes it different where if I if I paid for it, knowing me, I would work out, you know, the dining plan's costing us $1500 for this trip or whatever. Like that means X number of dollars per day. Like you better order the big steak or you better get, you know, whatever dessert that costs 12 bucks or whatever. Cause you've got to come out at more than 80 bucks a day or whatever, you know? 
Right. And so I think if I'm paying for that dining plan, it gives me less uh, agency in what I can order, like you were saying, because I'm I'm constantly computing, like, what is the value of this? And I would rather, instead of paying for all my meals before I even leave my house to go to Florida, I would rather pay for them there and just keep track of it instead of like, oh, it's just free. I'm not, I'm not shelling out any money up front for these meals, so it doesn't matter. I right, think that's the difference just, for me. Because it's free. Right. So, yeah, that, that, was my, that was my... I looked at the dining plan, and now we have spent <laughs> probably two-thirds of this episode yeah. talking about... And people are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> would you stop it? We know what you think about the dining plan. <laughs> Again, 103 episodes, so many freaking times we have talked about this. Let's talk right. about... some. What, what else can we talk about? What else? So, talk about something else. Actually, tomorrow... Uh, May 27th, Soren reopens in Epcot. Yay! And for three there's, there's weeks, something to do in the land. Yeah. For three weeks, it is classic Soren, Soren over California. And then it just magically turns into Soren around the world on June 17th. Right? Why? Because people wanted classic Soren. I just like, I don't understand from a technical perspective why they would reload. Which I guess they have HD. Uh, it's all digital. Yeah, it's all digital now. But I mean, they have the HD screens and stuff in there in Epcot now, so they can take the uh, California Adventure high def version and show that at Epcot for three weeks. But I just don't understand. Like I, I, I don't get why they would want to reload all the ride programming and stuff for Classic Soren and then go back in and have to reload the movements and the smells and everything for Soren around the world. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Number one, I don't think it's actually that involved to do any of it. Really? That. I think I think the computers handle a lot. Now, the smells, I, I would agree with that. That is going to take uh, actual work on their parts. But I wonder exactly how much of that is just like load this file, load that file. Hmm. For uh, for all of the other parts, because the movements, you know, a computer's controlling that. Sure, a computer sure. controls the projectors, um, and so why wouldn't you have all the all of the files available? And as to the why would they do this? Because wait, I mean, because all these people showed up when Soren was going away, because it was going to be your last opportunity to get to see Soren Classic, and now they've created a way to say, oh. But if you really want to be one of the last people to see Soren Classic, you better come during this three-week period. Yeah. But at the same time, for somebody like me, I just look at it and go, okay, well, Soren Classic will be it back at some point. Because huh. now I know they have everything, and they can they can clearly do this easily because yeah. they're doing it. See, I don't, I don't think they'll ever bring it back. After June 17th, 2016, I don't think that that's ever coming back. I, th- I, would, I would agree more with you that they would bring it back if they weren't bringing it back for this three weeks. But I, I think I think the fact that they're bringing it back for this three weeks is them saying like, okay, everybody, ride the thing if you want to ride the thing. And I don't. I don't think it'll be back it. for a while, but I think it's. I think it's going to be back. I think. I think Sorna. Well, and maybe nostalgia. You know, we've talked recently about nostalgic reasons to like things that aren't that necessarily that great. But I just feel like Soren over California is going to be kind of boring. Are you trying to say Soren over California isn't that great? 
Well, I just in comparison to around the world, you know, and in we comparison don't know what to something you is. haven't seen, yet. right? And we don't know. I was trying to say that, Brad, but we don't know <laughs> anything about soaring around the world. But I just feel like in comparison, it's not going to be that great. In fact, why don't why don't you go ahead and mark it down right now? <laughs> soaring over California will return in 2021. Wow. See, I would have just let you have in the future. At least, at least to California. Okay. Well, but now, and here's now the you're hedging why. a little bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I will, I will say that it will come back to Epcot at some point in the future as well, possibly 2025. Ah. Uh-huh. My thought being opening dates for each one of those opening years for each one of those attractions. So California opened in 2001. Epcot uh, opened in 2005. Oh, you're thinking anniversaries. Oh yeah, yeah. That's gotcha. Again, because. You're going to strum on that nostalgia string. Oh, it's now been, what, uh, we'll be looking at five years of soaring over, you know, whatever the new one is called. What is the new one called? Around the world. Soaring around the world. So so it will have been, oh, you've seen five years of soaring around the world and the the uh, wait times have started to go down because everybody's seen it now. Though, I don't know, soaring, the wait... Soaring over California, the wait times never went down. No, uh, but 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 let's let's make it fresh by bringing back the thing that we've already done, you know. And then we can go. Hey, remember twenty years ago when this attraction first came out? It was this, and and maybe you even like split up the split up the rides, you know, like. You don't know which one you're going to get. Are you going to get classic Soren or new Soren? You might have to ride multiple times to find out. Oh, that would be terrible. But but is that is that not uh is is that not already Star Tours? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I feel like is that is this not the th- very thing that you and I discussed at some point that we'd like to see from Soren? Well, what I would what what I think we said we would like to see was, and again, it could be. It could be something like that, but like instead of having Soren over California and Soren around the world, have Soren and randomize the show with like different sections again. Some of the California ones, but also throw in some of the around the world ones, and continue to make new ones. You know, that's something that Star Tours has done recently. Is they're adding um, the Force Awakens scenes into Star Tours. And just seamlessly, now you have a new thing. Yeah. But, so oh, I don't know people people getting in line for Soren and around the world and getting Soren California. <laughs> right, right. And and maybe they you know because I always think back when I'm thinking about you know the difference getting in line for something and randomly getting two one of two things back to uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and him flipping that coin and going heads. Heads, heads, and it's always heads, right? And that that is just as likely as anything, you know, when you have a 50 50 shot. And I can imagine someone getting in line three or four times going, and always okay, getting the same. I thing. saw California, I really want to see around the world now. Oh, it's California again. Okay, now we've seen California twice. There's no way we're gonna get California again. Oh, it's California again. And just like <laughs> that would that would infuriate me. It's okay. You know why? Because <laughs> why? Disney's going to use your magic band ah. to know how much of the theater has already seen one version. They could. 
Uh huh. But then, but then you'll be like the one person who's actually seen California right. in the theater of a bunch of people who have who have already seen around the world, and it'll say <laughs> ah, majority rules. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't actually think that they'll do the swapping thing. Yeah. Um, the the randomized uh option, but I do, like I said, I think, I think the fact that they have it and they have it so immediately available definitely yeah. means that it will return at some point. And again, I think I think twenty year anniversary is a very likely uh, time for that to happen. Well, and with three with three theaters now, they could devote two to California. Like, say they're doing. I, this. I thought about that, but imagine trying to split the queue. Right. What do you want to see? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is that going to be like green and orange? At, I guess so. I space? guess so. They ask you at the turnstiles. What do you? Which one do you want? And you get a card, and then somebody splits you off. Mm. Yeah, that's that could be really weird, especially especially if you don't end up with an even distribution, which I doubt that you would. No, they would they would have to put two for California, put two for the special thing and keep running the, you know, around the world, which is now the boring. Right. The the same old, same old. So. So anyway, yeah, I think I think that that's the reason for the return, though, is the the this is your last last chance to see it. (laughs) Yeah, I do, too. And I, just, I also and I also think it'll be back. Yeah, we'll we'll see about it being back. I don't know if I am fully bought into that idea yet, but I I definitely they think they brought that, back Captain EO. Yeah, but does Soren have the same nostalgia though? You know, they didn't see the difference is they didn't remake Captain EO with I don't know, some new pop star and then when Michael Jackson passed, bring back the old Captain EO. Yeah, you know yeah. they have replaced Soren with Soren Two, basically. So I, I just don't, I don't know about that, but I do agree that they're trying to give people like, ah, we faked you out. Here's another chance to ride Soren over California. Yeah, but then there's, but then there's like the okay, it's kind of a you know, looking at our our park attendance, these are our soft months. Which, let's be honest, Disney doesn't have very many of those anymore, or maybe even any, but there are softer months, I suppose. Whenever whenever the free dining dates are, those are the soft times. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's why there are no soft times anymore, because, oh, now we're going to give away dining, and guess what? That's not soft anymore. Right. But I could just see them going, okay, this is a softer time, and people are now accustomed to around the world, so boom. So time for time for the nostalgia kick. Come back and see the original Soarin' Over California. I can see that. That that seems logical at least. So see, me. there you go. It's coming back. <laughs> well, um, I think we uh, I think we're out of time. Uh, yeah, because we talked about freaking <laughs> dining plans again for way too long. So um, that'll be it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. Have we have we registered wehatediningplans.com yet? We, <laughs> we, we could do that. Get on that, man. Get on okay. it. Okay. Okay. I'll add that. And if you, could, uh, if you could give us a rating in iTunes, that would be awesome because we have like three and they're all from when the show first started. What about if people don't like us? They're kind of negative. Do you want to know? Do you want to know if people don't like us? If you don't like us, please reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook and tell us the ways we can improve. But if you like us, go leave five-star rating on iTunes. (laughs) 
go do that, please. Um, and reach out to us anyway and let us know like what you want us to talk about and how we can make the show better. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. 